0: I'm Natalie. and I'm Shay. And this is Delusional as
1: Fuck. Welcome Welcome back. back. Happy February. Happy February. What are your thoughts on February? I like February. Yeah. She's a cute month. She's the shortest month. She has Valentine's Day. She's the second month. So the pressure is not as high as January. Mm. It's toned down, but it's still the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I loved January. I feel like Jan- like I got my shit together in January. Yeah.
1: I feel like January was a good productive month. But, you know, this year is not a leap year. There's a 29th. Wait, oh. does that make it not a leap year or? Yeah, that makes it not a leap year. Or is this leap year? Uh, it's the 20. 20- sh- there's a 29th in February. <laughs> double check year. that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so happy birthday to everyone born on February 29th because they only get one birthday every four
0: years oh oh what what do you think that they do when there's not a 29th well they probably pick the 28th of february or the first of march have you ever met anyone who was born on february 29th i don't know like i mean maybe maybe in school i can't remember vividly like not,
1: I don't have anyone super close to me in life. Mm-hmm, same. But I think they're like more common than we would think, you know, there's a lot of babies born every day. There's an opportunity again. Yeah. I would just make a bit out of it and I'd be like, what is four divided by my current age? I'd be like, what, like six or something right now? Technically. Not <laughs> technically, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Not <laughs> technically, but sure. Not technically. In a, in a fantasy world. In a silly, goofy world. Anyways,
0: how have you been? How's it going? Um, It's been good. I have a 5K update. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting. I
1: didn't ask you because I knew I should wait until we recorded.
0: It was actually fun. Yeah. And I was really surprised because, I don't know, I didn't, I wasn't like super excited about it like beforehand but then once it starts there is this rush of adrenaline and you're kind of racing with all these people in a big group and you're all competing kind of with each other and it was kind of fun yeah I was like this is so silly I love it did
1: you run like solo and you guys all met up at the end or did you run next to like Brandon's mom
0: or anyone his parents did the 10 miler We did a five. Of course, they did. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, yeah. So I ran by myself, but I I was fine. I was vibing, and I actually ran pretty good. The first two miles, I did ten minutes, which for me is great. I don't think I've ever ran faster than ten minutes miles for a non-runner too. Exactly. I'm like, I didn't. I don't run ever. I I try every, every once in a while, but I have never done more than like two miles consecutively and. Basically, first two miles, fantastic, fast, felt great. Third mile, like on the dot, I was like, "Ooh, I feel, I feel dizzy. Like I feel woozy.
1: I I'm you, like, giving a lot of mile.
0: effort. The third mile got me. The third mile did get me a little bit and I had to walk for a second. And then I ended up averaging out to 11 minutes per mile, but. It's still good. I was, I was stoked. I was like, wait, that went, that went great. I'm happy. And I'm I still that. sore from it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. The hip flexors? Are your hip flexors in pain? It's like my quads. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the outside of my quad is just, it's been so tight. But it's kind of, it's kind of loosening up. But yeah, it was fun.
1: Yay. I'm glad you had fun. And now I'm sure that they know you enjoyed it. You're going to be <laughs> dragged <laughs> along to many more five days to come.
0: I'm here for it because you know what? I, I need to stay fit. I have to. Did you
1: enjoy running in it better than (laughs) being a spectator?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because when we were spectators, we had to get up so early to be there. And And it's like so
1: hard to access the event.
0: Yeah. There's people everywhere. This one was a little bit smaller than that one that we went to, but it's fine. (laughs) And it's hard to find your runner with all the other people. And then they run past you for one second and then that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, I I was almost at the finish line and Brandon obviously had already finished. So he was waiting for me Aww. and he didn't, he couldn't see me. He didn't have his glasses. And I literally was like, I was like, Brandon, like I was like screaming at him because I knew he was trying to watch me. And I was like, I'm about to run the fucking finish line. Like I'm over here. <laughs> he didn't see you. No, but then he did after I yelled his name, which was embarrassing. But did you get a medal or a shirt? I got both. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I want to see. <laughs> it's
0: just the metal I is no big deal like it's cute I want to you know? see it
1: I'm yeah, but the shirt <laughs> is actually a good
0: quality shirt because it's one of those ones that is like the sweat wicking material mm. and I was like oh this is great I don't have a shirt like this perfect you can use it for your your new running hobby habit mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I love what that. have you been up to um I wanted to share that I did get an oil cleanser Not the one you have, because
0: I'm a cheapskate. So I got the ordinary one. (laughs) Well, the ordinary, I've never tried it, but everything that they do is great.
1: Yeah, I was, well, I was looking at yours. And honestly, I think for the size that yours is, it's like definitely worth it. But I was like, if I can find a cheaper one that I like, let me try that first. And like, if I get, you know, a cheaper one and it's like not really giving me, any noticeable results then maybe like i'll try the one that you use but i got it and i think it was only like 10 bucks or something oh. you know because all of their stuff is pretty
0: the ordinary cheap. is yeah how do they keep their prices so low i have no I idea know. probably because demand's so
1: high they're just racking it in mm. i don't know but um yeah i got that one and i've been liking it so far it's only been about like a week and a half but i'm looking pretty glowy and that probably has to do with the fact that I was using the niacinamide on accident multiple times a day for like multiple weeks straight and my skin was so dry and now I've put the niacinamide to the back she's not being touched anymore and I have been applying my hyaluronic acid and my hydrating masks at night and things are looking up with my skin lately so yeah well you didn't tell the people like what happened yeah so Basically, I already told Natalie, but Natalie was like, You need to tell everyone on the podcast. But it's winter up here in Oregon, right? So it's been very cold and it was pretty dry for some time because there was like snow, ice storms. I would go outside to walk during the day when the weather wasn't too treacherous, but it was really cold. So my like face was getting kind of chapped from just being outside in the cold. So my skin was starting to get dry and I was like, okay, I want to start reapplying hyaluronic acid serum because for a while I was only doing my rose water toner and my moisturizer. And I was like, I feel like I need the serum. So I started applying the serum literally like twice a day sometimes. And my skin was just continuing to get more and more dry to the point where like after I would wash my face, it would feel like so tight, you know, Mm -hmm. when your skin feels tight, like it's literally Mm -hmm. clenching. And Mm -hmm. I was like, why does my skin feel like this? Because I literally use CeraVe face cleanser. So I don't use anything harsh on my face. So it didn't make any sense. And then I went to put my products on that night and I just was like, I need to look at my serum. Like, what is going on? I look at the one that I had been picking up and it was the niacinamide, which is so drying. And <laughs> it's literally only like, for acne. It, like, if you're breaking out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're having really bad breakouts. And I was using it consistently for like, Two weeks straight, I would say, like multiple times a day sometimes. Oh,
0: my gosh. But
1: the con with the ordinary is all of the packaging is exactly the same. Exactly. And those two
0: serums are both clear. So I just wasn't noticing. I was actually thinking just a second ago, they probably keep their prices so cheap because their marketing is so simple and they don't do anything crazy. Mm hmm. But yeah, the con is they all look the fucking same and they all feel the same, especially (laughs) those two products. They feel exactly the same. Yeah, they're very similar, like
1: in thickness. They're the same color clear and the bottles are exactly the same. So yeah, I need to put those in separate places now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that that is my beauty update for the week. I also did do one thing that I've been working on for quite some time, but I kind of like almost finished it. Hmm. It's a big feat organizing my emails I have zero unread emails in my inbox now wow I could never ever and I like put together a bunch of different folders because there are some emails that you want to save right for like I don't know if they're from your bank or like different tax documents or whatever things like that and so I I created folders I'm organizing them and as of right now I only have like 1000 something left to organize into folders that I'm keeping like just for my records and stuff but it was a big feat Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I will of course with my business email like I have a million folders and I do keep it super organized but just to read everything and like have to open up every email like that alone would take so long (laughs) like I know what the email is by the subject line like I don't need to open it I just need to I just need to drag it into the folder that it belongs and like move on It depends what it is, but like me,
1: I just have been using it for personal reasons, but what inspired me to finally like kick it into gear and finish this organization is because I have, I've been like starting to email different places about wedding stuff and I would go in and my email was just like stressing me out and I'm like how I'm going to miss something important Mm -hmm. one day. And now that I'm actually using my email for like day-to-day conversations for certain things, I'm like, okay, this needs to be organized because I haven't needed to use it for a while now because I just use my work email for work. And then when am I ever really emailing anyone? Mm -hmm. It's just more to receive like updates for online shopping, plane tickets, things like that. But it feels good to be organized on like your digital stuff. It's so easy to get behind on it.
0: Yeah, that is the best feeling. And going on the tech update route, I have to restart my social media detox. (laughs) This last week, it's like the last week of January right now. I've been a bad girl. I've been a very, very (laughs) bad girl, honestly. And... I just, I'm trying to be consistent with my plants at social media, but the second I open up Instagram, it's like, boom, like something that I want to read, which of course is the algorithm. Like they know what they're fucking doing. And then I get sucked in. They heard that you were doing a detox and they said, keep her on. Yeah, of course. They they saw that I haven't been on as often. So they're like, we need to like make the most like shocking or the best, most popular post, like the first one. And then from then it's just like, it's like a vacuum. Like, it just sucks me in. Aww. Also, because I've been, like, not doing a ton. I have free time. And sometimes I've just been giving in. Like, if I'm anxious about something, I'm just like, fuck it. Just scroll. So gonna I'm going to restart it. it. <laughs> I'm okay. restart it.
1: Oh, and I guess I should give, like, a brief update since it's the end of January. And this is essentially the end of the social media detox well, was supposed to be. And I, I did a pretty good job, actually. I only went on to, like, search stuff. Yeah,
0: I you were not on at all. Yeah, I didn't actually really
1: use mine. I had to go on my personal Instagram because I needed to message this lash girl that I want to try. So I needed to go on, like, purpose, purposely, wait, for the sole purpose of messaging someone. Because I I was going to do that from the podcast Instagram. No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I went on my personal one to do that. And also I would go on throughout the month on the podcast Instagram just to look at JC. Mm -hmm. (laughs) JC from what we said podcast pregnancy updates and stuff. Just because I just need to know what's going on with her. Because I'm going to miss a whole month of her pregnancy updates. Mm -hmm. So I was just going on for that. And then TikTok, I was just going on to like search
0: things. I would only use it as a search engine, but not scrolling. But doesn't TikTok do that really good too? Like when you first open up the app, like the first video, I
1: don't, don't let you think? myself look. You don't okay No, I would go straight to the search bar. Cause I would search like sometimes recipes or because I was like searching wedding stuff.
0: Those were the only two things that I would go on TikTok for. Mm-hmm. Dang. You have you have some self control because i yeah i pick up tiktok especially the first video i'm like wait what is this like it's something that i just have to look at i don't You're know intrigued i'm so intrigued i did find out though when
1: i had to open my instagram my personal instagram for the first time to um go message the girl the first thing at the top Sophia sofia richie pregnant did you know i did not Yeah, that was the first thing. And that's like you saying the algorithm knows. They know what they needed to feed me
0: to get me on Because I will admit,
1: I had to go on her profile after and I had to see the updates. Wow. Yeah. Congrats to her. Everyone's pregnant. Be safe out there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Like I said, I was able to stay off social media for the most part this month as planned but the one thing that did tempt me to go on was like i said jc marie smith's pregnancy updates because i just could not miss them like i literally couldn't miss them and that leads us perfectly into our topic for today well kind of but i would say that that was due to a bad case of fomo i did Mm -hmm. not want to miss out on any of those updates i've been keeping up with her through her whole IVF journey and I just like could not resist getting on and being you know looped in on what was going on and we're all familiar with FOMO. We're gonna kind of start there today. Today we're actually gonna be talking about the joy of missing out but yeah we wanted to first start with FOMO which is the opposite of the joy of missing out. We're all familiar with it so we're gonna try to not talk about it for too long but as we all know the fear of missing out is the uneasiness, the sadness, the anxiety, the overthinking that comes along with comparing yourself to what others are doing or comparing your life to others and missing out on experiences or events that you feel like would have added any sort of value or satisfied you in some way. And I will say I used to be such a victim to FOMO. How about you? I mean, I've definitely felt it before. I used to be plagued by it, I would say. Like, especially during college, I feel like that's when I would feel it very often.
0: Yeah, well with FOMO it's hard because the way I think of FOMO primarily is when you have to say no to something and you have to choose not to go to something, even though it's hard, but maybe that's the best decision for you. And that's like what this whole joy of missing out, like what that is to me. Is like picking yourself even though it's not always the funnest just choice you know
1: yeah for me i feel like when i would experience fomo it would be because of things that were were not out of my control like i mean not in my control like i wasn't invited to something that's when i would feel it the most mm-hmm. when i would see like a group of people together that i thought like <laughs> i thought we were friends but now <laughs> i see you guys all at dinner together and i wasn't invited that's when I would feel it a lot or also like seeing people travel and go do things or even like buy things that I want to maybe buy or like travel places that I want to travel but maybe I can't afford to do it when it when it's summer
0: and everyone's in Europe (laughs) I'm feeling the FOMO Mm -hmm. a lot it hits pretty hard yeah traveling is a big one with the FOMO especially or just right Instagram social media in general like seeing what people who have maybe more money fame or resources like what they're doing i'm like okay cool no genuinely and
1: i'm sure people had the fear of missing out before it was even coined a term back in the day and before social media but i don't think to the extent that like people in our generation feel it and experience it yeah because
0: they just didn't know
1: Yeah, you didn't used to know like what people were up to all the time, every single thing people did, who people were going to dinner with like on a random Thursday night. Nobody used to know those things.
0: Yeah, now we're tuned into every single thing possible that anyone is thinking, feeling, cooking, doing, like we know (laughs) we're there for it. We see it on the story. Yeah. Yeah
1: it can definitely really
0: get to you and you know what's interesting since
1: like i just was totally disconnected i just like i didn't know what people were up to all month and honestly it felt pretty nice like to not know there was like not any point where i was comparing myself to anyone this month honestly now looking back i'm like january is actually the perfect time of year to do a social media detox of sorts because i don't know what people were posting but i'm sure people are you know, posting that they're like on their shit, you know, sticking to their habits, sticking to their things. I don't know what people were posting. What were people posting? Natalie?
0: <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that tuned in. Okay. Just this last week I've been bad, but like I do, I try to stop myself, but I'm sure people are flexing everything as they do and even as they should, but yeah. it doesn't mean that it's not going to make us feel like bad or make us feel like we're not doing enough you know it's like I always say ignorance is bliss (laughs) for real it really is bliss it really is it's blissful pure bliss to not know what's going on not care not judge not judge or compare your path to anyone else's like Uh uh-huh what is crazy
1: though is like I had no idea what's going on in the world I hate to admit that but Mm. because that's like where we consume all of our news nowadays
0: that is true. There's a lot going on in the world and being disconnected. It's kind of, I feel like for me, like a guilty pleasure to be like disconnected from all the mm-hmm. crappy stuff in the world because all the horrible things, the wars, the genocides, it, even this presidential election, like it all gives me like anxiety Yeah. when I'm going and reading everything and reading the comments and like, it's a big, it's a lot of energy, you know? Yeah. And so for, for me, sure. missing out on it, Sometimes, like within reason, is a little bit of a guilty pleasure, I feel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hate to admit that one too, but I agree. Anyways, why don't we switch over to talking about the joy of missing out now?
0: Yeah. And, you know, traveling, partying, just in general, having a good, robust social life is all great. It's amazing. And there is so much fun in doing all that. But... There's also so much fun in missing out, in my opinion. <laughs> like, we love to be alone around here. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I feel like you're like this too, right? Like, we, we are not afraid of our alone time. Like, we welcome it, at least for me. Like, I feel like I yes. embrace it. And it can sound bleak, you know? Like, alone time, especially, it depends on the person. Like, some people hear alone time and they're probably so turned off by that. And so, like, that's so boring but trust. There's beauty in it. Yes. Personally, I feel like historically, historically in the life of Natalie, I have not minded missing out on things. It depends like on which life stage I'm at and how I'm feeling. But overall, um, I have anxiety and I like to be in control a lot of the times. And sometimes with certain things, like certain events or social gatherings and like parties and stuff. I feel like there's not a ton of control in that. And that scares me. And I think that's when like I choose to opt out and, you know, like, as I think of it, like I pick myself instead. What do you think? Like, do you ever like to miss out on things? Yeah. And I think that just, I think I just started getting like that. Uh, I'd
1: say a few years back, maybe it came when I moved, but I kind of had no real choice because I was in a completely different state and I didn't have any friends out here and it wasn't the same as when I was missing out like the feeling of missing out when I was still in California and everyone that I knew was in very close proximity but yeah in the past couple of years I have begun to really just enjoy being at home and I didn't used to be much of a homebody I still love a good little night out as much as the next person but not as much as I used to like I was someone that used to love going out all of the time but now it's the opposite honestly like Zach and I will be in on a Saturday night and I mean not that there's really anywhere for us to go as much as there used to be opportunity for us when we were younger <laughs> younger we're still young but like college age um and in California but We'll look at each other and we'll be like, I don't know, playing sequence on a Saturday night with Gilmore Girls on in the background with like a glass of wine. And I'll be like, I'm so glad we're not like at a bar right now. I'm just like so content. Amen. With where I am right now. No makeup. I'm just
0: cozy. Like it feels good. Amen. I know sometimes like, you know, I watch reality TV or whatever and like I'll see People like at bars or like specifically single people who have to meet people. I'm like, thank you, Lord. I don't even want to say it. I don't want to be fucking jinxed. But I'm (laughs) just like, thank you, Lord, that I'm not in that position. Like, I'm just, I just don't, like, I don't think I could do it. Like, I think I, it's called a comfort zone, you know? It's called a comfort zone for a reason because it's so fucking comfortable and safe Mm -hmm. to be home. And to just enjoy your own presence and the presence of your close people around you.
1: Yeah. And you know, something that just came to mind for me is I feel like I found a lot more joy in missing out on like nightlife and things like that. When I created a space that I really like enjoyed more than anything else. Now that I think back to it in that period of time when I like really preferred being out rather than being home. I don't think I was, like, as happy with my space that I had. So I feel like that plays into it as well. Like, we just, like, love our apartment. We love being in our apartment. Like, it feels so cozy, so comfortable. But, like, for example, (laughs) when we were living with my mom and my little sister, grateful that she let us do that. But a lot of times it was more of a tense environment. We were confined to, like, a very small room and we didn't really have like free range of the whole house and it wasn't as comfortable as of an environment so I can relate to people that are listening and are like okay but I don't feel comfortable at home like I don't feel more comfortable at home so there's that too
0: a hundred percent and you know Brandon and I we're very we tend to be very busy like all of last year It felt very much like there was some kind of a social thing on on the weekends, like especially the later half of the year, like there was a lot going on and it was so great and so fun. And now this year, you know, I'm really trying to get it together. I'm changing my whole lifestyle. My diet is a little bit different. My fitness routine is super important to me right now. Just being healthy is like number one. And I feel like that's a different layer to all of this joy of missing out, which is just not really super wanting to go out all the time because when you go out all the time you feel like you have to drink one or you go to places where like you have like bars you know like it's Mm -hmm. kind of uncomfortable if you're not drinking or like in a party setting people are kind of expecting that and also going out to eat maybe like I don't want to do that as often you know but then that means that I have to miss out on things which Mm -hmm. kind of sucks and it is definitely a balance Plus, also, we have this goal this year of saving money. Going out is so expensive. Every time we leave the house, it's like $100 disappears. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that's a whole different layer to, like, finding the joy of missing out on things. Yeah. I think something
1: else that me and Zach do is we just, we just, like, reframe everything, even if it's something small, to being, like, the most exciting thing ever. And... I don't know. Like that has honestly changed my feelings towards not doing things that are as mm, as stereotypically exciting. Like for example, <laughs> when it was snowing a few weeks ago, we hadn't really done anything much because the roads were just like treacherous, and we were like, let's go on a walk at night, which is like a big deal to me. This this is how I frame it in my head, at least because how often do you get a walk at night as a woman? Not often. So when Zach's like, do you want to go on a walk tonight? I'm like, heck yeah, because I never get to go on a walk at night. Mm -hmm. But if he's with me, I get to. And we're like, let's take like, let's walk the other direction. We usually walk like towards the park and there's this direction that we can walk that has kind of uh, like a little center that has some shops and some food. And we're like, do we want to see if the tap house is open? Because nothing was open because of the snow. And so we just walked in that direction and we went and it was open and we were stoked and we just had like one little drink. Literally, we got like a four or six ounce, like a sour Mm -hmm. beer. That's what it's called, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we just did that and we went home, we made dinner. But that was like our big excursion of the day. And I remember after that weekend, we were like, oh my God, this weekend was so fun. Like that was, I don't know, we had the best day. And we didn't even do anything that grand, so to say. But I don't know. We just like really enjoy the little things.
0: Yeah. And like, well, with the social things, like when I was referencing that, social things I think of in my head as like things with other people aside from my partner. <laughs> I just want to like, because, you know, my Brandon's like my safe person. Like the person, he's like the person that I can be like in whatever states, you know, mm-hmm. to be around. And so in my head, I feel like, When I think of the social things, that's like going outside of the house with him and I, you know. But, yeah, I mean, it's a good point to like when you're with your partner trying to like make life more fun and more interesting. Because sometimes it can get a little bit mundane when you're not being like that social with others. Like other people, friends, couple friends or whatever or family. So doing like finding like little sparks of joy. Yes. Then you won't feel like you're missing out on things.
1: Mm hmm. I feel like my situation is rather unique because I don't really have a choice like I have to find excitement and find joy in just the little things that Zach and I do because I mean if you guys are new here I really don't have an established group of friends out here in Oregon so majority of my days are either just me at home by myself with the cats or me going and doing stuff by myself or me and Zach and that's the extent of my socialization and of course I chat with like people out in the wild strangers I run into people at the grocery store so I'm not a hermit but I really have to find joy in doing things by myself and keeping myself busy
0: yeah and something that I wrote in my notes that I think is so true when I think of this topic is Sometimes being alone genuinely takes courage. Like being alone is not easy, although the act of it is so easy. But mentally, for some people, it can be really tough. And like if there's any bit of unhappiness in you or any bit of like emotion, any emotion that you're not, that you're kind of pushing down. What is the right word for that? Suppressing. Yes. Any emotion that you're suppressing, it will come out of you when you're alone because there's no distractions. There's like nothing to take it away when it's just you in your safe space whatever that looks like so yeah being alone is very courageous how how do you get through it like day to day because I feel like you don't live a lonely life by any means
1: yeah I like this question actually because it's actually crazy to think about if I sit and I compare my life to that of other people that I'm really close to I am alone a lot I don't want I don't Zach He listens to all the episodes. I don't want you to feel bad about
0: me saying this or feel guilty. This is the life that I chose. But you also work from home, which is like a huge part. Like anyone who works from home, like you're literally automatically alone for eight hours.
1: Yes. So I work from home and Zach does not work from home. So Zach works out of the house. And I always joke that like half of the time it feels like I live alone. Mm. Obviously, when Zach's home, I don't feel that way. But there's a lot of time where I am home by myself And it's really, I've been forced into being comfortable with it, but I just always have little things that I'm doing. And it's not like I'm doing things to distract myself or anything. Like I have just found things to keep me occupied. I kind of, I hate using the term. We're all sick and tired of hearing, but just romanticizing things. I genuinely feel like that's what I do though. Like every little thing that I do on a day-to-day basis I romanticize and I think anyone that knows me would agree with that mm-hmm. yeah totally but I think that's why I find just so much so much excitement and things that could be like rather mundane I don't know and I feel like people might find that sad or bleak like you were saying earlier but I don't know I feel like it's like very liberating
0: yeah especially because you you move somewhere completely different. Like that is main character energy. <laughs> like that's a main character movement. Like <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and it's like it's it's not like nobody
1: knows me here. Like I have people that know me and I have people that like I also know that I'm familiar with, that I know their names, they know my names, that of places that I frequent a lot, like my cafe and mm-hmm. my yoga studio and yeah, like there are people that recognize me, so I'm not like just nobody out here floating in the
0: world and floating in of the dust. Of course dumps. not. No, I feel like you do things all the time.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I just, I do. I do a lot of things, even by myself. You stay busy. Well, mostly by myself. I love doing stuff by myself, though. I Sometimes I prefer to do stuff by myself because I take a long time to do a lot of things and I don't like feeling rushed hmm yeah you like you like shopping by yourself right mm-hmm honestly sh- shopping with other people kind of stresses me out
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like you're very like you like to take your time walk around think not talk <laughs> I completely agree I'm like that too but I just know and I've met so many people who are like this honestly that they don't like to be alone slash they cannot be alone they don't know how mm-hmm. to be alone it's hard for them to be alone and I feel like when they are alone they probably some people probably get depressed but it's like alone does not automatically have to mean lonely you know Mm -hmm. for me like my alone time looks like taking a bath or reading or like watching my favorite shows or journaling or crafting or basically just doing anything that is not considered necessary like to me that's like my true alone time is when I'm not Mm doing all the time like I'm just being you know like being not doing this is like an affirmation that I kind of tell myself a lot because I have this habit of just like doing 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 all day long and like one task to the next task to the next next task and the next thing I know the day is gone and I've just been like existing in my head as like a robot Mm -hmm. just to like get things done so I have to tell myself being not doing and just anything when I can just exist and it's not for A purpose like working or cleaning or something is my alone time to me
1: it's funny that you say not cleaning and I'm sure most people would agree
0: but I don't want to
1: sound like a pick me but I like cleaning (laughs) I like cleaning to me as another alone time activity like Mm -hmm. reorganizing things something that's on my list that I'm looking forward to but I just really haven't had the time to is taking everything out of the cabinets in the kitchen and getting all the crumbs out and wiping all the cabinets down Mm. and that's like in my head gonna be an alone time task and it's also a task for sure but it also is like calming for me at the same time
0: yeah no I think a lot of people would agree and like I love organizing like organizing is my jam as well but like with cleaning cleaning is one of those things that i feel like i cannot relax until it's done which is super Mm. annoying so then i'm like put pressure on myself to have to do it so that i can actually chill out but that's just like a me problem but it can totally be a fun time where like you play your music or you like i don't know you fucking talk to yourself or you just spend time with yourself just like reflecting
1: Mm -hmm. and like taking care of your stuff i think that's one of the the elements of cleaning that i enjoy is the act of taking care of my stuff but also at in the end getting to sit down and relax and knowing everything is where it belongs and like that everything's clean i also enjoy that feeling at the end too so maybe that's what i'm chasing like chasing the high of like the post clean apartment mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. the post clean high it's I'm so addicted. good i'm fucking <laughs> addicted like to where i cannot sit on my fucking couch and like watch my favorite show and like relax if i just know the kitchen looks disgusting like i just can't do it yeah a blessing and a curse mm. so yeah we are we're experts at our alone time and i really want to talk to the person out there who's like can't be alone doesn't like it slash when things come up like uh, uh, invites to stuff or social stuff or maybe they live like a super social life like people in college I feel like there's something going on every single day mm-hmm. and they have a hard time saying no even though like their mental health is draining is like dwindling and, and the bank account <laughs> <laughs> and their bank account too that's also something sometimes you have like no other option but to stay home but If it's like a mental health thing or you just feel like you need to take a second to prioritize yourself and you can't do that because you have FOMO and you don't want to say no, I feel like people get trapped in the loop all the time. And I want to talk to this person. I feel like to this person, I would definitely say that FOMO is real for sure. It's a real feeling. It sucks to feel, but also doing something that you don't really want to be doing in the moment, but just doing it because you felt obligated to is not in alignment it's not in alignment with your highest self and I feel like it's like telling the universe that you don't really value yourself and you don't really value like your are being in like the best shape possible because you're just like I, I can't miss out on this mm-hmm. even though you know it's not right or it's not the best yeah. option for you right now you know yeah to that person too I
1: would say you really need to get in tune with yourself and do some reflecting and get familiar with what it is that you really enjoy doing. And also, disclaimer, some people might, well, some people do really enjoy going out. Like, if that is your priority, then do more it. hard to you. Yeah. <laughs> but taking it back a step, we're talking again. We're talking to the person <laughs> who needs to hear this. We're talking to the person who needs to hear this again. To that person. The thing that you're seeing on social media that everyone's considering to be the cool thing to do in whatever circle that you run in, just because it's the cool thing to do doesn't mean that it's the thing that you need to be doing. If it's not the thing that's going to bring you fulfillment and joy and excitement and add value to your life, if you know that in the end, it's just going to drain you or make you more anxious or also the anxiety could be coming from like knowing that you're going out and you don't really have the money to spend
0: going out. And it's kind of like self-sabotage. Yeah, that is so, so true. I know for me, this totally reminded me of times when I have just been so go, go, go for a long period of time and I have not taken a second for myself and I feel like very disconnected with myself, which can happen for multiple different reasons. But I know I can remember times when I felt like that and I took a night for myself and I relaxed and I probably took a bath or journaled or whatever, and I meditated, and I just took a second to feel inside my body and not judge anything, and I've started sobbing. Like, there's been times when that has happened to me, when I've been so disconnected, and I finally just feel like I am, like, connected again, and I'm in tune. It's like this emotional release, and that's, yeah, that's definitely something that's happened to me before, and And following up with what you said, I feel like because I've gotten so good at alone time and I prioritize my alone time and I'm really great at doing that. I feel like I know myself really well. Do you feel like you know yourself really well?
1: I feel like it's a continuous learning, but I will say that I know myself more than I ever have before. Mm. And I think I think I could confidently say that I do know myself, but I think there's still parts of me that I'm what's the word I'm looking for? discovering yeah
0: discovering yeah I feel that but yeah it's a continuous process Mm -hmm. when I was first doing therapy and I was like talking to her I was like what is what's like wrong with me like what's, what's my problem why do I feel so shitty and I and I was saying like I feel like I don't know myself at all and she was like no I actually feel like you know yourself incredibly well because any question she asked me like I can answer in two seconds I can identify how I feel but she said that I like, my problem is that I don't trust myself, which is interesting. Like, maybe I'm spending too much alone time. Maybe I need to actually get out in the real world more often and, like, f- you know, build that trust with myself. But, again, like, I feel like it's just moving with where I'm at, kind yeah. of. Like, I feel like I'm open to the d- the time that I know will come when I'm, like, I want to party. I want to travel like let's, I might be like 40. Like I honestly, I think I'm going to give like real housewife energy when I'm like 40, 45. <laughs> like I'm going to be like, fuck it. Like let's, let's rally. Like let's go. But right now I'm just so not like that.
1: Yeah. On, you know what I love? I love that it's kind of like in to be a grandma right now. I'm at so happy. the ages that we're
0: at. hmm I love it. Thank the Lord. Yes.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because I feel like if we're, comparing each other which is the thing that we bring up we harp on the most comparison but in comparison to to you I feel like that's just you know the energy that's truly in your heart at your core but for me is grandma <laughs> geez, geez, at, this, <laughs> at this moment no like not grandma but you're just like content with being cozy like you loving cozy yeah. you love just like spending time Mm -hmm. on your Mm -hmm. own you know but I think for me it's a combination of that and also like being burnt out from raging for like 10 years straight
0: (laughs) yeah you you definitely like let's just say you were raging when I was like I'm gonna go to bed now yeah (laughs) and it (laughs) was probably
1: it's probably good that like we weren't friends when we were both in Long Beach really during that era because if we were like as close as we are now and we were living close to each other, I would be peer pressuring you. I was really bad at that. I will admit that
0: I was one of the friends that's like, no bitch, you're going. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I went to a rave. I went to that Halloween one that everyone goes to. Everyone Escape. <laughs> Escape. I went to that one. I've been to the parties. I've been, I like was on Melrose all the time. Like I would do things, but the thing with me is, is like I was like so fleeting like I, especially maybe towards the end also keep in mind I'm in a long distance relationship which is like kind of taxing but towards <laughs> the, the time. end like there would be house parties all the time at our apartment like my roommates loved to party and I would like step in for a second like say hi like have a laugh like I would just like it's not like anyone didn't like me or any. Like, I didn't like yeah. anybody like it definitely wasn't that like we'd have a great time and then I would just, like, disappear around, like, 10, 30, 11, 12. Like, I would just, like, go away. And they would continue partying. And they'd be like, where the fuck is Natalie? And I'd be I like... Love that for you. Don't bother me. <laughs> this is just what I want to do right now. I just want to chill. I love that. But yeah, I want to hear more about the rage. Just, like, a little bit. Just, like, a taste. Right now? Okay. I don't know. About, like, what do you want to hear? <laughs> Maybe about how... How were you just able to go? Because you... Like you said, like, you did everything because you had the FOMO of it all. But, like, you were just able to... Okay, maybe the answer to that isn't PG. I
1: was going to say <laughs> drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that That is how... Honestly, something funny. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and this relates very directly. We were talking about this trip that we had gone on with some girlfriends, And she was like, oh, I love her to death because she's so pure. She was like, I don't know how that like they were up so late and then ready to go the next day. I was like, drugs. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, really? You think I was like, no, I know. There's no other way that you're able to like go until 4 or 5 a.m. Get up and go to the pool party the next day at 12
0: and like feel fine. See, it makes sense because I <laughs> cause I had real bad anxiety. I could not do any of that stuff. No, which is good. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't condone it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I didn't have anxiety, which honestly started when I first got on the birth control pill a freshman year of college, if I had never gone on birth control pill and never had that weird like drug phobia anxiety, like I might be a completely different person now, which is kind of <laughs> crazy to think. See, but, but here's the thing. Huh? I will say like it does. Well, not for everyone,
1: but like probably was the reason why I was diagnosed with anxiety. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Like my anxiety has gotten so much better, like compared to what it was before where like I was diagnosed with anxiety and they put me on Zoloft. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you were on Zoloft. I only took it for like, uh, like a year. I want to hear more about this later. Yeah, there's, we'll go into this a whole nother time, but Yes, it was directly related. And I will say when I stopped, when I decided to stop raging, we'll call it raging. (laughs) When I decided to stop raging, my anxiety got like significantly better and manageable.
0: Moral of the story is anxiety is going to win either way, apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we'll talk about that a whole nother time. But I, yeah, I was, like I said, a victim to FOMO. I wanted to do everything all the time. And honestly, I think the joy of missing out, if you're a very blessed, self-aware, introspective, young person, I was going to say girl, but it could be a guy or girl, young person, then maybe you find the joy of missing out at a younger age than we did. Well, I feel like you seem to have found it early on in college because you would, like you said, dismiss yourself from social gatherings when you felt like you were just like done for the night.
0: Yeah. Sadly, I cannot hang. (laughs) No. which, But I
1: think like, I don't know. I love that. And for me, though, I think part of it came with age. Like it just came with me
0: getting older. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that happens to people. Not everybody, but it does happen. Like as you get older, some people probably never want to give up their age their whole life. Yeah. Or just like your priorities change. And I know that was a big thing for me, too.
1: And I think Oh, I feel like we could sit here all day and talk about the timeline, the timing of our lives and how everything panned out. But if I think back to it, it all kind of lined up like it makes sense with when some of those habits and lifestyle changes were happening is when I started prioritizing my health, my healthy lifestyle a lot more. And when I was really trying to tap into like battling my anxiety a more holistic way versus like uh, if you need Zoloft Zoloft, and it works for you, that's wonderful. But for me, I was like literally a zombie. And that was a wake up call for me. And I was like, okay, things need to change. And that became my new priority. And the lifestyle changes and the habit changes that just followed. And I feel like it all just, it all ties into
0: each other. Long story short. Yeah, I agree. I very much agree with that. Everyone's journey is unique but it's also so personalized so I feel like what people need to learn so that's how I that's what I believe but that's a very overarching grand scheme of things belief yeah I feel like we always start more
1: specific and then we when when me and you get talking we just get so big picture
0: <laughs> of course I mean for me everything comes back to it though that's like yeah ugh, I don't know yeah but final thought for me is just that being social is so important. Like don't get it twisted. Like we are a hundred percent social beings. That's just how it is. And community is so important. And the way that I've kind of been feeling about it, thinking about it for myself is that it's a balance. So it's kind of like I have to balance my social cup because I want my social cup to be full. Of course, I don't want to feel lonely, but also balancing my personal and my what's the word like my myself balancing myself in my mental space and my life because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like we cannot like we're living for ourselves you know but yeah it's just a balance to protect to protect your peace that's it yes. that's so key for me yes and I think for everybody you got to protect your peace
1: and also the grass is not always greener on the other side that the is grass so true. looks green on Instagram but it's not always green <laughs> That's so fucking true. Instagram versus reality. It's so fucking true. You might think you want to go to Italy because you see everyone going to Italy, but you don't even like pasta and you don't like stairs. (laughs) Do some Mm. self-reflection. Maybe you don't really want to. Maybe social media has convinced you you want certain things, but you might not.
0: Keep in mind, in the summer, Italy is... 100 degrees, sometimes more, and they don't have AC. AC is not a thing. And you have to walk everywhere. (laughs) And no ice, right? Every day. (laughs) What? No ice? Yeah, they don't like ice there. I mean, I'm sure they have it in certain places, but it's generally not the go-to. Have you seen the Instagram versus reality of the Eiffel Tower? (laughs) I have. I definitely have. And like, what's the saying? Isn't there a saying that's like the people who seem like the happiest on Instagram or who, like, try the most on Instagram or, like, the most unhappy. Is that a thing? Or did I make that
1: up? I'm sure that's a thing. (laughs) Everything's a thing nowadays. There's nothing that's not a thing yet.
0: Uh, Right? Everything is a thing. I like that. We've...
1: Our brains have gone too far (laughs) now. (laughs) Now we're coming up with all of these existential quotes. So I think that...
0: On that note, <laughs> that is all we have for this week. Thanks for tuning in. I hope everybody enjoyed. Shout out to all of our listeners, even especially shout out to our international listeners. Especially the people in Switzerland. Hello. Amazing. We I'm love you. planning on going soon. I want to go so bad. Oh,
1: I want to go. Let's go. Well, that's all we have for this week. If you guys want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Podcast. And if you guys are enjoying our podcast, please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. It helps us continue to grow. And if you guys want to give us a rating or a review so that we know what you guys think, that would be awesome. And we would love you guys so much for it. We love you guys regardless. (laughs) We'll talk to you all next week.
0: Bye. Bye.